0: we are rough on ourselves, yeah. right? I've always been a little jealous of Texas, right?
1: Texas, like... The greatest nation in, in America. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> you can go to the <laughs> crappiest
0: city in Texas, but if you say something bad about it, they're gonna fight you, right? It's because so they, true, yeah. yeah right? And so I love true. that about them. Like, yeah. they just love their, whatever community they're, and they love their state, uh-huh. they love their flag, they love their cities.
1: All right, welcome back to the Look Around Podcast. I have a great episode for you guys today. We are joined by Matt Pavarnik, the CEO of the Greater Topeka Partnership. Thanks so much for uh, for taking some time to meet with us. Happy today. to spend time with you
0: guys. Awesome. Yeah, Thank you great. so much. Yeah,
1: looking it's forward great. to it. Yeah,
2: it's great.
1: So, uh, so how long have you been in Topeka? I guess tell me a little bit
0: of your backstory. So, uh, literally, just in January, celebrated seven years. Wow. Wow. And it went by in a flash. Yeah. So to me, it feels like I've been here. Two and a half, three, right? It went by really fast. Prior to coming here, I was actually in Tulsa, Oklahoma, doing the same work, community development, economic development, and I was in that role for 17 years. Wow. And uh, so it's been kind of cool because I got to be part of a transformation of a city in Tulsa. Wow. Um, it wasn't that long ago where there was an episode of Friends and the entire two yeah. or three oh, episodes yeah. making yeah. fun of, of Tulsa. Where right? he Absolutely. gets sent from, like, New York yes. to Tulsa yes. for Christmas or something? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I got to be part of that community's transformation and then to just get another shot at that. And yeah. it was kind of cool because the way I met Topeka was that Topeka actually sent 70 people to Tulsa hmm. to study Tulsa and that wow. transformation of that community and their best practices. And I had the opportunity to host the group. And that was in 2014 wow. wow and then in 2015 i get this random call from a buddy of mine now named brent Bowles with shindle on a landscape and brent calls and says are would you be interested in coming to topeka and i'm like sure what are we going to do while i'm there like one day two days a retreat <laughs> oh yeah he's like no i mean like the real deal like like come to topeka and my first answer was "Nah, not really not, <laughs> not interested at all but ended up my wife and i ended up making a little trip here and spending a couple days you guys will appreciate this when we were leaving uh, we're pulling out i can see the Capitol in my rearview mirror going on highway 75 and my wife just looks at me and she's like we're moving to topeka wow it was pretty powerful what about what was
2: it about the city
0: for her so so we actually separated and so i kind of what i i spent time with elected officials and i spent time with like ceos of companies she was out doing a different type of research so she believes that she can Really feel the heart of a city if she goes to a Walmart, mm. right? And she yeah. talks to people just normal. She went to the rescue mission and spent a little time. Wow. She just meandered into the rescue mission. So her research and my research were totally vastly different, different. Yeah. yeah. And and I think that her experience it wasn't that she was saying I want to move to Topeka. I just think that she knew she knew we were coming to Topeka, wow. and I did not as we were driving away.
2: Wow, that's crazy. Yeah wow i i have so many questions i'm trying to figure out where to start so so my first question is uh what did what were you doing in tulsa like what what were some of the things that you were doing to bring development to bring excitement around you know the culture there
0: yeah you know a lot of the similar things that we're doing here and that's one is we we just had to double down and improve our own community's morale and Mm. that was that was part of it we were rough on ourselves yeah right i've always been a little jealous of
1: Texas, right? Texas, like... The greatest nation in in
0: America. Well, here's the thing. You can go to the (laughs) crappiest city in Texas, but if you say something bad about it, they're going to fight you, right? It's so true. And I love that about them. Like They just love their whatever community there and they love their state Uh they love their flag they love their cities
2: it's almost like there's a Texas brand Mm -hmm. and people really really are about the brand that is Texas and it's like hey you don't mess with Texas everything's bigger in Texas it really and it's like it's almost to the point where you can tell if someone's from there before they say it. Yeah. You they know, even get like,
0: tattoos of their flag on there. Oh, ca- uh-huh. I mean, we know
2: so <laughs> we have a friend with a Texas flag. tattoo. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So, yeah. I yeah. mean, so in Tulsa, I mean, that was one of the things we're just like, we just have to feel better about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. This, this form actually talking, talking your city down, mm-hmm. talking your own community down is actually a form of self-loathing. Hmm. You're actually wow. talking yourself down Wow. Yeah. because city and cities are nothing but made up of a, bunch of people. Yeah. Right. And so when you're bagging on your own city, you're actually bagging on your neighbors. You're bagging Mm. on the people you go to church with, the Mm. people you go to school with, the people you spend time with. And in a way you're actually bagging on yourself a little bit. That's so true.
2: Mm -hmm. That really is so true.
0: So, I mean, some of the things we jumped into, the first thing is we had to get young people in Tulsa plugged in and so many people would line up and take credit for all the great things that have happened in Tulsa over the last couple of decades. But I would say one thing that jumps out at me that I think was probably more paramount than anything is in 2005, just a group of young people in their late 20s, early 30s banded together and said, we're gonna change our community. Mm -hmm. And they did it, they did it. And they they ended up being about 10,000 strong. Wow MTV was You know Watching them They were getting out the vote And things like that Wow I I point back to that I think getting them Pumped up about their community uh, Was I mean there's a lot Of success stories But getting them pumped up Really changed the, The morale of that community Wow It's really cool
2: so kind of the Topeka equivalent would be like Forge is one of the initiatives yeah. kind of in that vein. Yeah. Did Did you start Forge or like how did yeah. Forge come to be? Like- Forge was here when
0: I got here. Oh, it was? Oh, we re- rebranded it because okay. it needed yeah. a little bit of a rebrand. Yeah, some juice. Yeah, it did. And uh, so we rebranded it. It wasn't called Forge. I can't remember what it I was called. I trying to think. I can't remember either. It had something to do with a VHS. Like It had something to do with well, – I'll think of it in a second. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Fast forward. It, so. That's it. Was it really? That's That's it. It was fast forward. And the logo was literally the fast forward button on Uh, a VCR. That makes me
2: think of uh, like, you remember renting uh, VHSs? Yes. Be kind, kind, rewind. Yes, be
0: kind, rewind. And so literally we um, rebranded it. Uh, I was, I mean, when I got here, I was not in the demographic, right? So I didn't really want to have a lot of my own Fingerprint sure. On yeah. Forge. And, and I really let that be more of an organic. So they named it themselves. And uh, it's been a pretty powerful group. And I would say right now that organization is as on fire. Wow. As it has been mm-hmm. in my seven years. In well, that's that. great. Yeah. That's
2: great. Yeah. I mean, we've been to many Forge events, met a lot of great people, a lot of great young people. Yeah. Um, and we love it. We love
0: Well, them. even your hat with the flag. Yeah. I mean, Forge, that was their idea. A lot of... I mean that was Forge's idea. Wow. Like, we need a new flag. We we want a cool flag like Tulsa and Wichita and other oh, communities. Yeah. I mean it's just like a rallying cry, and uh, and they are the ones that actually ran the creative contest. Wow, they ran the whole mm. process, and a lot of people forget mm. that Forge is the one that started that, uh, that cool. entire initiative.
2: That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So another question I have, yeah. since you're telling your story, like how you mm. landed here. I I know. Yeah, I guess I'm just not as familiar with like how like the structure works. Like, so you had a guy reach out to you who runs a landscaping company. How was he in a like, how is he in a position to like give you this job or you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, how did that work? Like, so he was
0: actually the chairman of the board of the chamber of commerce. Oh, okay, so gotcha. at that time, the chamber and Go To Pika, our economic development organization, they were separate entities.
1: Gotcha.
0: And since then, in 2018, we've taken multiple community and economic development organizations and brought them under one collaborative agency here at the partnership. But he was the chair of the chamber, and then there was also a chair of Go Gotopika, and I had spent time with both of them in mm. Tulsa in 14, plus the mayor and other folks. Wow. And so they were the ones that were actually filling that position of the CEO of those two organizations.
2: So I, this is probably a dumb question, but how does the, how does the chamber, which I guess now the partnership is kind of oversees the chamber or it's it's kind of the umbrella within yeah uh how does the chamber fit into like local government sure. or like what's the structure like so how does it-
0: so the partnership is a 501c6 organization and it's very much collaborative so there's no no one entity is over other entities okay, right Okay. yeah so all of us here we all are employed by the greater topeka partnership that 501c6 gotcha but within yeah. it there are multiple c6s c3s Uh, councils, things like that. The founding organizations was the Chamber of Commerce, Go Topeka Economic Development Organization, Visit Topeka, which is a convention and visitors bureau, and downtown Topeka Incorporated. They are the founding organizations and all of those organizations said, if we really are going to move the needle in this community, we can't be disparate, we can't be separate, we have to be collaborative. Hmm. So let's pull all of our resources together. Let's be one organization but we represent different brands in different verticals and let's uh, accomplish and i mean i think part of it was momentum 2022 sure quite frankly it was probably as a community we probably bit off more than we could chew at least we bit off more than we could chew before the backbone organization of the partnership was yeah
2: yeah so it's it's basically a collaboration of citizens it has nothing to do with like city government or city hall or this it's just like a
0: so this the the partnerships a private organization with private 501 c6 and c3s cool but it's hard to delineate sure okay, because I the partnership saying, yeah. between the city and the county mm-hmm. and the part the greater peak partnership we're probably the best example in the United States Wow right now of harmony between those entities
2: and it's not uh, as much like that normally no normally wow.
1: those were organ- normally those entities are fighting i mean i can uh, was I, that was that your experience in tulsa even though things were growing there was a little bit more not to get you to talk bad about, about tulsa but like did this didn't happen in tulsa right this no, was like there was something some harmony there too sometimes i think you know when you get when you get down to
0: where you feel like you just kind of beat down that's when you kind of go back to back and mm. fight battle together sure, so yeah um i think you know, if you look around the country now, you will find a lot of entities like the partnership, cities, and counties, spending more time disagreeing publicly than actually getting in a room and saying we're right. gonna, we're going to fix this community. Do you think?
2: Do you? Th- it's interesting, like what you just the comment you made about like when you get beat down, like when you feel like stuck or like man, this is all that TV is ever going to be, or whatever city you might be in. Do you like like the is momentum twenty twenty two? The like kind of presenting a big vision of like this is what our city could be. Yeah, people are more willing to collaborate because they see this like they see a hope for a future. They see, like, man, our city could be amazing. Let's maybe put aside our differences, let's collaborate a little more. And I think
0: the entire community did that, right? Mm. Um, and then we and then we delivered on 2022, right? Mm -hmm. So, of the 54 initiatives that were lined out in Momentum 2022, we accomplished like 95, 96 percent of that. Wow. Wow, so now we're into 2027 which is stressful as all get out, right? And the reason is, is because in 2022, we had 54 pretty major initiatives. 2027 is 21, but, I mean, they're huge. It's things like housing. It's it's things like Mm -hmm. the river, you know, Mm -hmm. things like that. And they're so big. Um, And now our citizens have come to rely on – us, as economic developers and community developers, that we're actually going to do what we tell our citizens. Right. And by the way, our citizens informed the... The projects. The projects, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so what
2: are some of those that you're the most excited about? Oh, man.
0: So excited, I, I would say excited probably the river, you yeah. know, getting the river. I mean, continuing to work on downtown because by by no means have we arrived we still have a lot of work to do
2: so that'd be like a river walk like kind of a thing or well, let's just call
0: way? it a 21st century river development so, okay so i don't know what that means yet because the the oh, river okay, board yeah. which is the the riverfront advisory board it's one of the entities within the partnership gotcha. oh. and they just had their first board meeting last week and uh we're we're really looking at some other communities and some other cities but this is one of the only underdeveloped rivers left in the United States. Riverfront mm. right here really? in Topeka, Kansas, and it's the only underdeveloped or undeveloped riverfront in a capital city.
1: Wow! wow. So especially
2: it's like, a, it's like downtown. Yeah, so yeah. It's like basically in the downtown.
1: Right, and it connects Noto and downtown, that's, and yeah. that's kind of how it's been explained to me. Is this this river project is a way to flow downtown right into Noto and vice versa? Totally. Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. Like yeah. a like a yeah. like a you know like a district mm-hmm. i mean it's oh, different yeah. pearls
0: of beautiful things noto river downtown yeah, station right there yes it's just really, yes yeah but but the the reason i don't know because we are going to take our inspiration from what other cities have done we're bringing in, gotcha. we're bringing in a professional firm that can be our strategic partner in this they understand rivers they know how waterfronts work so mm-hmm. we don't want to kill fish like yeah. we don't want to stagnate the water we want right. to do things that are great for our environment We also want to make it navigable, but I don't know. Will there be high rises and casinos, or will there be a lot of trails and parks, or will it be a combination of both? So you're about to dig into kind of the exploration
2: of, wow, that's awesome.
0: That is cool. So, I mean, uh, but then when I flip over to housing, housing, we just absolutely need it. Yeah. Yeah. So we 100% have to have more houses because more people want to live here.
2: Yeah. So is that what exactly is just building more houses, like having more housing available? Is that the the goal of that it's
0: it's it's rehabbing our existing uh infrastructure and then our, our existing housing stock it's it's adding new houses um, um p- apartments condos hmm. uh, affordable housing means affordable at every level sure right, right? yeah so I that's mean, awesome but i mean i was just youth sports is another one we're kind of trying to double down on yeah. youth sports yes and to build yeah. topeka has an opportunity to be a truly great destination for a family yep that's what we want to be i mean we we don't need to be nightclub city yeah right i mean we are a family city and we're a good city for families and i think we're really wanting to just lean into that yeah
1: i mean i've noticed that for sure when i i moved from a, a town a little further east of us uh to topeka and just how much Lecompton. stuff there is, yeah, Lecompton yeah, <laughs> yeah. A, little further, a little further, you know, maybe the pinnacle of the northeast of Kansas, as they would say. but there's just so much stuff for a family to do here. Yeah. I, right. I mean I've got two kids under two years old and and we haven't we haven't touched thirty percent of the stuff we could have done yeah. as a family. It's right. just awesome. yeah, uh, it's really cool. To it's see.
0: pretty cool, too, but what's really neat in our region is it's it's kind of cool. we We have a, a set of assets here, right? But then our city, you know, our, our sister city to the east in Lawrence, they have, it's a, it's a different offering, right? Mm. And to me, it's a feather in our cap. It's part of yeah. what's in our toolbox. And then, like in Manhattan, like one of my favorite restaurants is in Manhattan, you know. So you start looking at Emporia and Manhattan and Topeka and Lawrence, and you start thinking, really, we're all separate cities and counties, but in a way, we're all we're also one economy and we're yeah. pretty reliant on one another. It so really is, yeah, it if really you, is If true. you add up just just Riley County in Manhattan, Topeka in Shawnee County, and Douglas County in Lawrence, we're actually at at a combined population of over 500,000 people. Wow.
1: That's a pretty significant city. There happens to be a little countryside <laughs> in between each. Sure. right? yeah. And I think the fight for a lot of those cities is the same of how do I get people to come here and not just I'll take a yeah. day trip to Kansas City. Agreed, agreed. Yeah. But it, it's also pretty cool that we have Kansas City so right. close, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. I don't think I would have moved here if Kansas City wasn't there. Right. Like, I like going to Royals games. Mm-hmm. I like going to, you know, see concerts and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But it sure is nice coming home and having a fifteen minute drive to work instead Absolutely. of a fifty five minute drive. It to is work. true.
1: <laughs>
2: so you, you mentioned a, f- a favorite restaurant. Are you, in the role that you have. You interface with a lot of business. Though. I do. Are you allowed to say what your favorite restaurant in Topeka might no. be? No. Okay. I didn't <laughs> no. think so. I didn't, but I thought I'd ask. No. Just to see what I, Do you have a favorite? Are you like what coffee shop?
0: I can't even say that because I love them all. <laughs> what but, about, I mean, I do have a favorite restaurant in Topeka and the restaurant owner knows it right it is my wife's favorite favorite restaurant there too, you go. i'm not saying it so publicly. that's a little
2: wink you like whoever you are you know who you are contact
1: us and schedule your interview but
2: I, will, <laughs> but I will say
0: this there i will say i like all the restaurants in manhattan too but there's one there's a place called bourbon and baker there I oh guess yeah it. downtown yeah. yeah that place is really good yeah yeah and i'll go out of my way to eat at bourbon and baker hmm. yeah but see i won't i can't do that in Topeka, I yeah totally.
2: I, I, I get it I again we were just talking about we do, uh we're about to drop our first episode tomorrow and okay. so we filmed it last week and we're we're talking about what we love about Topeka, and we, we're, we I mean, a lot of, like, business owners we've never met that we're interviewing have become friends, and we're like, we can't say what our favorite place is, like, at the expense <laughs> of someone else, like, dang, man, yeah. like, they're all great, you know, and, and we want all of them to succeed, right. you know, so. Agreed. I get it, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, how about this? Uh, since you can't tell us what your favorite place is, uh, two questions, yeah. and maybe we can close with this, because I know sure. you have a lot going on. Uh, so. Let's, let's start here. Uh, what were you most surprised by just in the first few years of moving to
0: Topeka, okay. starting the work that you're doing? Sure. So, uh, so I moved here, and then my family came six months later. And then my parents moved here,
2: hmm.
0: and then my in-laws moved here. Wow! Wow! Yeah, and that was none of that was by design. They all just wanted to. Basically, I had grandkids. I had their grandkids. Yes. Right? So, and then, and then <laughs> they'll my, go wherever you yeah, get. Yeah. And then my oldest son graduated from the University of Oklahoma as an engineering major. He ended up landing a job here. Then he met his wife, and then I wow. had grandkids. Right. So the, the most surprising thing for all of us, and I think we would all share this sentiment, we felt like we moved to this like. Amazing, incredible place! Wow, and we really liked it. My in-laws are from Milwaukee. My parents—they grew up in California. I mean, we're, I've lived in some great cities. Hmm. They all—we all moved here, and we all fell in love with it really fast. The biggest surprise was how negative Topeka's own citizens were about Topeka. It's almost like topeka had been conditioned yeah to complain about its city it's so true and i remember my mom one time she was at um, menards and she actually took a lady on a lady is like you know i'm so sorry you had to move here from tulsa and my mom's like she probably said it the wrong way but she's like i, I don't know how to say this but you're just you're ignorant and ignorance not meant to be a negative word it's just that you don't know mm-hmm. what you have what here. you're missing this is yeah. amazing what you have and she's like, I actually like it better here. And
1: so it's that was a so big surprise as yeah, how
0: we're just rough on ourselves. We
1: talk about that a lot. All the time. Yeah. I mean when I first moved here, that was one of the first things I said. And when when John was getting ready to move here with his family, I said nobody outside Topeka is gonna change the way they think about Topeka until the people inside Topeka change yeah. the way they think about Topeka. Uh, and so we have this working theory that has proven I mean 99.9% true probably There's a few it's, exceptions yeah. but yeah, for the, the most right, the Yeah. The people who love Topeka the most are the transplants. Yes, yes. And the people who are from here forever can't get past this old right. image of what it once was. So I started in January of 16
0: and like 10 days after I got here I was giving like my t- speech at our annual meeting and it was it was my 10-day op- observations. And one of the things I said, in the, and I still have that speech. It's incredible to go back and read it now. But one of the things I said is if talk to anybody that's moved here from somewhere else, whether it's in the last year, five years, 10, 15, or 20, they absolutely love it here. Yes. Talk to anybody that grew up here and they don't like it. We have to change that. I know. <laughs> we have to change it's that. It's so
2: true. Yeah, we, we have story after story of like neighbors and friends that we know who are like, you know, like I lived in College Hill and, and we had a park right across the street and my neighbor grew up in that neighborhood. And, you know, I'm taking my two-year-old to the park, and we're loving it. We're yeah. like, man, this is great. There's other families with little kids, and we're meeting friends, and we're like, this is great. And my friend's like, man, Typica sucks. Like, when I was five, this bad thing happened at the park. And I was like, have you been there recently? It's not like that anymore. Like, it's awesome,
0: you know? You know what, though? Go to the coolest city in America, right? You know, whether it's Austin. I don't care who, where it is, sure, right? yeah. Talk to someone that grew up there. They're going to be talking bad about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, it's it's kind of what we do, right? It is true, yeah. yeah. I mean, we grow up 13, 14, 15, 16 years old. We're frustrated with middle school, we're frustrated with high school. All we want to do is leave the city that we're
1: in, and it kind of just breeds that a little Mm, bit. So, I mean, it's kind of human nature. I think, if, if, even outside of cities, think of the like the metaphor. You get a really, really attractive girlfriend. Six years go by. Yeah. She's still really attractive, but you've taken it for granted. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> right somebody right, else yeah. comes up and like, that is a beautiful girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. Right? <laughs> well, last question before
2: yeah. we talk about this? Um, What on a kind of a, you know, moving into the future fast forward. Yeah. Yeah. Fast forward. There you go. And, uh, and this isn't a negative question, but what are some things like, there are a lot of young people who could potentially start businesses and there are a lot who are, Mm -hmm. and who are really fighting to make the city better. What are some things that, that you see no one is doing that could really add value? Like if there's a young person watching this that like, man, I want to do something what are some things that yeah. just aren't here that could really thrive here?
0: Well, there's a couple of things. I mean, the first thing is is this is the size city where y- you can actually make a difference, right? Yeah. So go to a big city. There's no way that you can actually individually make an impact. Sure, so yeah. Three million in Kansas City or whatever. That's, yeah. that's one thing I would just kind of throw out there is that if you want to get involved in community development, absolutely do it. The other thing, too, is you mentioned entrepreneurship. I mean, jump in. I mean, we just – I'm not sure we need another car wash, you know, or sure. coffee shop, but <laughs> yeah. but because we, we have. But I mean, just jump in. I mean, your idea is going to be so supportive and f- so supported and funded here. Mm. Uh, just, just get brave. And the other thing too is, I'd like to see more young people starting businesses and minorities mm. starting yeah. businesses in our community. That's great. We, we will wrap our arms around an entrepreneur wow. and a small business, and walk them through that process, and they'll get
1: attention. And funding and love, like they can't get in a big city. Wow, yeah. well, I guess kind of, it's kind of a similar question to that, but a pivot. Maybe what are somebody says, you know, I don't want to start a business. What are things that you guys, as the Greater Topeka Partnership, are already doing that somebody can just partner with? That doesn't take the the mental capacity of I got to come up with this idea and I got to plan it. But what are the things you guys are already doing that people can come alongside with and, and that would that would bring? the kind of change like a, kind of to like see. an average citizen kind yeah of just yeah, just you know joe on the street wants to help topeka grow what, can, what you, can he do one of the things i think that
0: that we need to improve in in the community right now is there's so many people who want to just roll up their sleeves and be involved right they want to volunteer and and i think that we are still grappling with how can we make sure that let's just say we're going to do like i think it'd be really cool to like Get a bunch of people out on the river one Saturday and have a thousand people doing a yeah. river, river cleanup, right? Yeah. I see other cities. We're, we're not necessarily built to be able to uh, to command those type of forces, but that's that's a way that I think that we can we can improve and get better. The other thing is is that if people can just join forces, you wearing that flag hat, just just the mantra of being proud, you know, kind of Texas proud of our mm-hmm. Kansas City, right? Uh, the Capital region here. That's the when people ask, "What can I do? What can I do?" Like, well, we can put you to work. Mm-hmm. But what you can do is actually be an influencer, be positive, and sing from the rooftops. Here's the thing, though. This is really important. Complacency scares me to death, right? Mm. So I have people regularly coming up to me and saying, "Okay, now that we have succeeded, what are we going to do next?" I'm like, we're, we'll never finish succeeding, sure, And yeah. we've not arrived. There's a long list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. offended some people. This was probably so. I've been here seven years. This is probably four years in. Things were moving in the right direction, right? And somebody's like, on a scale of one to ten, you know, where do we, you think we are? I'm like, three. And I mean, I was like, <laughs> and I, they I was, thought you were like nine point five. three because I there's so much of a gap between where we are. And where we could be in it. I'm, te- I'm here to tell you, as soon as we hit a 9.5, which we haven't, yeah, as soon as we do, we'll lower 9.5. That'll become our new zero.
1: Yeah. That makes a big difference exactly. in being a 3 out of 10 because you hate where you are and being a 3 out of 10 because you see what a 10 could Absolutely. be. Absolutely. Right. That's 100%. a huge difference in I
0: lo- I lose, uh I lose a little bit of sleep over just complacency. Topeka has a history of ups and downs, right? Mm, yeah. I mean, a lot of it, Topeka, could, I mean, think about it, you guys. I mean, fifty-one, there was a flood; sixty-six, there was a tornado; mm-hmm. seventy-one, a base, a, an air force base closed. Mm. You can't find very many communities, uh, Manninger. Manninger, yeah, yeah. as you say. Yeah. You can't find many communities that that go, went through that much trial and tribulation and turmoil that has a success story like Topeka does. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's it, our our population had flatlined right but think about what this city had has gone through for the last few years so my thing is double down triple down quadruple down just don't get complacent yeah and uh, let's just be aggressive
2: so two two potential mottos i want to throw past you um what about Don't mess with Topeka.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Everything's bigger in Topeka. You know what? We are kind of like that. Don't mess with Topeka because we, I love it. We can have healthy disagreement in our community. We do because that's how we get better. But nobody from the outside better. Better cross one of our elected officials, yeah. one of our friends, brothers, sisters. Bro,
1: freaking New York uh, coming at us yeah. recently. Speaking of yeah. brands, yeah, come on. Texas has a brand. New York has a brand. Yeah. We yeah. got a brand here too. That's yeah. right. Well, Matt, thank you so much <laughs> for so your time. I appreciate it. Yeah, and and really
2: Sweet. even more than your time here on the podcast. Thank you for all the time you're investing in this city. And you
1: guys,
0: yeah appreciate you guys oh yeah we love it we
2: love Topeka we love being here yeah Uh, we have similar stories that we could tell and and we do often but uh man we just appreciate what you're doing and uh and we hope that this inspires you to uh take some ownership uh even if you don't live in Topeka wherever you live take some ownership look around at the people and places that make your city so great and invest in those people invest in those Mm -hmm. places maybe start one of those places yourself so uh Matt thank you so much thank you appreciate your time thanks man appreciate it all right. That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Look Around Podcast.
1: Make sure you subscribe on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And
2: follow us on Instagram at the look around Podcast, where followers can submit questions for future interviews.
1: If you'd like to connect with us further, you can send us an email at thelookaroundpodcast at gmail.com.